three, two, one. <gasps> oh no, I scared the kitty away. Oh, oh no. Fiona. She's Fiona. like, I hate I hate Auntie Hannah Hart and her <laughs> terrible claps. No, you just like loud noises. Fiona, Fiona. Okay, that's anyways, a, that's a I... little bonus for y'all. <laughs> hey. Hello. Uh, hello, Hannah Gelb. You are my hero today of all days. Thank you for rallying and, uh, and showing up here in the wee hours of the morning to make sure we get our precious, precious earbuds there <laughs> episode. Thank you for being my friend and for, and for sticking with me and for putting up with my capriciousness and flakiness through thick and thin. <laughs> hey, you know what, Hannah? Our friendship is built on a mutual understanding of when to push I went to pull and <laughs> you too put up with my capriciousness and my flakiness because we share a deep bond of love for each other and we also know what we could be like mm, no you can do it <laughs> <laughs> yes and that my friends is the most important part of any <laughs> friendship <laughs> that is the moral of analyze this we've yes. arrived the end bye-bye Weird thing. So I haven't really heard airplanes lately, and I assume it's because of uh, the pandemic we're in and living in L.A., which is an epicenter and soon to be similar to New York City in its um, fuckedness. Uh, And what's crazy is that every time a plane flies overhead, which is approximately once or twice a day because I've been monitoring it, and this is compared to the usual I don't know, constantly that someone who lives in LA is used to. Um, There's a bunch of planes flying overhead this morning. And I think it's the National Guard. Dude, I've noticed that there's just like helicopters around. And at first I thought maybe they just put them there to make us feel better. (laughs) Like they're doing like something's happening. Well, we're Um, scanning. We're scanning for a virus. (laughs) You can't see the virus in the air. (laughs) Um, But I'm now like, oh, maybe they're like lifting people to hospitals. Oh, God. I don't know. Did you? So what has uh, for those of you who don't live in California or rather who don't live in a city that is a major hotspot, I would just caution you to be super, super careful and super mindful. And please, please, please stay informed because I looked at uh, New York City last night and Literally, I'm going to, I'm going to, I wonder if I can still find it. Basically, the images I was seeing was an emergency room. This is an image taken from above in the helicopters, as we previously mentioned. An emergency room with a tent, with another tent. This is all outside the building. And then a line down the street of people waiting to enter the tents of triage before entering the emergency room itself. And so the reason why we are all safer at home, we need to stay indoors, is I don't want to be somebody standing in line to get into an emergency room. Dude, that is some Last of Us (laughs) shit right there. I mean, for real. Yeah, dude. I saw something crazy like, uh, you know, how like 10 million people... Live what? in L.A.? How many people oh. live in L.A.? Like, a, right? 10 million. Let's see. Los Angeles population. <laughs> um, 
And four million. Four million people live in four LA. Million. I don't know why I got 10 million, but. Oh, just kidding. In Los Angeles County, 10 million. Okay. So, and the amount of ventilators and masks is like 0.4% of that amount. You saw that from me and Ella. We retweeted that. Yeah. I oh, know. right, right. I saw it from you guys. You guys well, are doing as, a good job. As young, able bodied people, we're poorly prepared. You know, if we're hoping, here's the real catch 22 of this whole situation. Earbuds and Tana Gelb. And, uh, you know, we're going to get to answer your questions and a lot of great stuff. I just got to get some COVID off my mind. <laughs> yeah, dude. Here's the thing, okay? Here's the catch 22. Let's say they invent a finger pricking or radar reading, tricorder esque, Star Trek level magical way of telling if you have COVID or not, right? Mm-hmm. So they go around. If they scan you and you have COVID, you got to stay at home because you don't want to spread it. If they mm-hmm. scan you and you have COVID, you got to stay at home because you don't want to catch it. Right. Right. It's just, yeah. And the more we stay at home now, the more we really are mindful of this now, the better off we'll be. Oh, God, though. I just don't know. And I, <laughs> it's, I, I mean, it's so scary. Screwed. It's scary times. We're so screwed. It's really... Especially for those of us who tend to... Okay, I feel like there's two kinds of people in the world. There's people... Um... Fans of earbuds and everybody else. That's how I, I like see the world. There's people who are like, oh, goodness, what, uh, this is a bizarre situation. Time to work as hard as possible uh, and and re- uh, have a sense of normalcy and uh, do everything I can in an adultish manner. And then there's those who are like, why do that when I could slowly descend into madness? <laughs> and I'm definitely in the latter. <laughs> You're 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 all alone, buddy boy. That's true. I'm. I I do have my sweet angel kitty baby squishy muffin face, who is just uh, Fiona. She's so precious. Um, when but yes, you- this is hard, guys. Speaking, of, I mean, aside from the moral and and uh, just all of the societal issues, and it's affecting everyone differently. And um, as a person who struggles to get anything done. In the best of circumstances, it has been a big leap uh, and struggle to work from home and not just um, be living in a garbage pile. <laughs> and I think you're entitled to a, a percentage of garbage pile time. Okay. Like, no, I'm serious because when I started working primarily from home, and for anyone that's like shifted to working from home, don't beat yourself up, guys. Honestly, give yourself a couple weeks to adjust to the fact that you're now living in this unstructured environment. I mean, have you seen like how animals keep their dens, right? They like kill a thing, get blood and skeleton stuff everywhere, and then they live inside their filth. Did I fall asleep watching Tiger King? Yes, I did. And also, that's not, they're like, cool, this is my smell. This is the smell that makes me feel at home, that makes me feel comfortable. This is going to be our camp. We're, we're camp. This is my smell. I mean, could you imagine the thought? I don't know about you. We're on day 10 of our, man. we're on day 10 of, or day 11 of our quarantine, but we was, we started self-isolating before that because, um, we were concerned but um could you imagine the thought of entering someone else's home right now doesn't that feel so vi- like you're like oh 
excuse me, I don't know this place. You know, like the thought of being like taking my body and sitting on someone else's couch. I'm like, I don't know. I might be covered in germs. I mean, this is the, we don't even know the weird psychological scars that this is going to have on everybody. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Like a hundred years from now, we might be like, kids will be like, yeah, so when you meet someone you in America, we like. Uh, we first wipe them down with a sanitizing wipe. I don't know where this custom came from, but it's just... Just the way it is. It's just no, the way you, it know is what, you know what kids are going to do in the future? They're going to be like, God, my mom washes her hands for like a minute every time. She just stands there and washes her hands for so long. Right, you know? and she sings weird-ass songs. Like... <laughs> It's like, and she can't stop washing her hands until the song is over. Songs I don't understand, like, freaking. Happy birthday, as if there's a group of people in a room. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, speaking of weird psychological damages, everybody, we will be exploring how our earbuds are faring by answering earbud questions here, right now, on this very special We Did It Again episode of Analyze This. Enjoy! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cool. Here we go. Yeah. As someone who's totally alone. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, wait, wait, wait. I have to say, um, one of my um, lovely friends who plays guitar, I met her through uh, doing music stuff. Oh, my gosh. She's so beautiful, too. She is so beautiful. And she's, like, so cool. And she works with the, with art. Anyways, I told her to listen to this. So hopefully she's not creeped out. Anyways, she was texting me. And she was like, man, doesn't it kind of, like, because we're always talking about going out on the on the prowl together in 2020. Not currently, obviously. Not this 2020. Not this 2020. Perhaps the next 2020. Maybe we could just strike this 2020 from the record. 2020 was supposed to be great, man, and now my Oh my god! It was like it was like it was on an uphill trajectory for like 10 seconds and then just like Oh my god! And we can pinpoint that exact moment to when Donald Trump called this a Democrat hoax. And I hope that as he is destroyed america i hope this i don't know actually i it's like my desire for donald trump's karmic redemption doesn't outweigh my desire for human life so i don't want people to die no matter how much karmic redemption it would give i don't want america's entire economy to crash but then again maybe we come out better on the other side i don't know man thinking lots of thoughts yeah yeah dude i mean i i commend you for putting the value of human life above your value, uh, your desire for revenge, I'm not there. 
I definitely still think Donald Trump should drown in hot menstrual blood. Oh, every time you say, I'm good. That's good. I know. I'm sorry. It's so gross. But like, that's the most fitting. (laughs) Yeah. It's just. just, I just don't understand. It's like, there is no reason this can be. You know, we could all gently walk to D.C. and gently lift him up and gently deposit him one mile away. Like, there is no reason for him to be in the white house we don't have to it's like every time he goes on tv and sounds like a fucking child lunatic i'm yeah. like why do we all pretend like oh well there's nothing we can do just have to have that fucking crazy man because it would mean it would mean civil unrest man i mean it would mean it would mean war but yeah i think this is like this touches on what we were saying yesterday which is what is so maddening about this is that if the government if the federal government if the president has chosen to go about the method of uh it's going to be another 2 weeks and then in 2 weeks be like Meh, it's going to be another 2 weeks i mean like give it to me straight doc <laughs> Am I going to have to move my wedding to 2021 or not? Oh, my. Right. Right. I I can't handle this. I can't handle this because it's like if we are going to need to prepare to be in our homes and be self-quarantined and be, you know, guided with, you know, if only have traffic lanes go to and from the grocery store or only have traffic lanes go to and from the pharmacy. If there's going to be a military presence on our streets, I need to start preparing myself for this reality. And I can't prepare Without the truth. You know? Dude, I mean, you've... I'm a squeaky one today. You are a wonderful princess, and you deserve to be as squeaky as you need to be. And, dude, right? It's almost as if it would be really great if we ever heard the truth. Yeah, I okay. think that would be awesome. Speaking of the truth, Hannah Gelb, give us our first earbud question. Okay. Um, I think we should start with this one because this is very fresh in my mind. Oh, yes. Okay. So thoughts on Emma 2020, obviously. Now, I okay. I actually haven't seen this yet. <gasps> I'm waiting for my TV, which I ordered to arrive so I can watch it on a beautiful screen. Um you know, Hannah Gelb, quick wreck. Maggie, my little sister, instead of getting a TV, got herself a projector. And listen to this, okay? Mm-hmm. She just project. So when she said, I'm getting a projector, I imagined like, oh, God, like you have to set it up and like unfurl some giant cloth. No, dude, we're idiots. That's not <laughs> at all the case. She <laughs> just got a projector and is projecting it directly onto her giant white wall. Which we all have blank walls. Right. Dude, she has like the best setup because her projector is set up. It doesn't move. It's like this big. It's got, oh, sorry. It's like about the size of a um, loaf of sourdough bread. Gosh, you know? that's just the most wonderful Hannah Hart thing you've ever said. You're like, well, it's like, a, it's like the bath of love of a, mm, on our t- 
taste it all, bread. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a freshly baked loaf of sourdough. <laughs> one that has cracked in the center and perhaps split four ways. Uh, yes. Anyway, so it's about the size of a loaf of sourdough bread. And it sits and it sits and it projects onto her wall. But here's the most amazing part, dude. Mm. When it's off, it's like there's no TV in the room. Dude, it probably it's just saves gone. so much. Wow. So basically, I'm showing my my age and my old millennialness that I even bought a TV. TVs are not even going to exist in 10 years. <laughs> Dude, for real. She plays her games on there. I sent you that picture, right, of her. Yes. She, but like Valley. literally the best part is like she wakes up and I expe- I've expected since my little sister got a PS4, I sent her a PS4, her PS4 that I bought her a couple of years ago before she went to college. Accuracy. Anyway, <laughs> I sent her... Um, since she started playing games, I was like, this is it. Maggie's going to be a slug person. Uh, it's going to be rough. She's going to have to learn how to human. It's going to be so hard. <laughs> and then I call her, and she's, like, awake and fully dressed. And she's like, hello, good morning. And I'm like, uh, hey, <laughs> how are you not, like, already gaming? Like, what? And she's like, oh, well, when my projector's off, I just don't really think about it. Dude, As and I'm telling us, you, we're like, I'm what? telling you, that- I'm thinking about starting it up while we're recording right now. <laughs> like, I can see you. I, you guys, I don't know if you know, I was sans PS4 for sans console, sans console. Sans con- no I was when and with my pre- my previous roommates were in the house, and I they you know very graciously and kindly let me use theirs to play uh, my games, and then uh, you know they moved out. <laughs> then i was like just yeah so but anyways uh, but i feel like the big black rectangle of the tv like i know for me when i walk out of my room i'm like there it is my right. transportation puddle it's, yes it's like a sparkling uh it's like that little that little uh red gem that abu grabs mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. aladdin and oh yeah then, yeah it's just it's always beckoning for you to fall into the abyss yeah seriously so pro projectors anyway <laughs> anyways we gotta talk about emma okay. i as i was saying um i have not seen it yet but i still have thoughts on it i'm so excited to watch it i just want to let everybody know that the very cute young lad in it um who plays mr knightley is one the half-brother to jerome flynn who plays Braun in game of thrones and two, God. he's the guy who did all of the music for the Detectorists. Did you ever watch that show, dude? No, man. Oh my God! Okay, you have to watch it. It's on Netflix. It's like the cute. It's such a good show for right now. It is the most soothing, like bomb for the soul, delightful little English show about these friends who their hobby and passion in life is taking those metal things around those metal detectors and trying to find stuff in the ground and it is so it's just Dude, that's such my a... hobby and passion in life i wanted i've wanted so bad for so long to ever even touch a metal detector <laughs> totally h like oh my god i would probably just be holding it let's be real if i had i was like i don't know if it was metal in the air <laughs> in with your personality <laughs> also i've drawn a picture of a, lo- a loaf of sourdough bread oh i love 
love it. Thank you. Thank you. If you're a patron, you will see this as part of my doodles that I like to post after we record. Uh, Patreon.com slash Hanalyze This, $5 a month. I used to say, buy a Hannah a cup of very expensive coffee. But now that I've been, honestly, since this quarantine started, we have saved so much money. Oh, my gosh. I'm, yes, which I'm, yes. I used to spend, okay, you, <laughs> I used to buy, like, since I tend to be running late to work in the morning, I would buy, like, a one-day parking pass so I didn't have to walk to my office. So that would, that would turn out to be, like, 20 bucks a week. <laughs> I was like, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. This is um, fine. This is fine. But, yeah, don't. I got to take my car out today so the battery doesn't die. I'm like, anyways. Man. Uh, okay, back. Thoughts on Emma 2020. Um, yeah. Yes, the charming lad who plays Mr. Knightley is incredible. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that clueless aside, of the period-specific renditions of Emma I have ever seen, this is hands down my absolute favorite the costume design the set design the acting i mean what the fuck is up with british people being so goddamn good at acting well they kind of they invented acting yo (laughs) (laughs) i know like the greeks did well but i feel like the brits invented like the drama academy i'm probably totally wrong about this but i just like saying that (laughs) no but dude it's like so true it is so the movie was supposed to be out in theaters it's incredibly well directed directed by a woman it was supposed to be out in theaters right now it would have been a smashing success and what breaks my heart is that the people involved in this production are never going to get to see the fruits of their labor so i do encourage you guys to go out and to your living rooms <laughs> and get it. It's 20 bucks to rent. $20. However, that's pretty much the price of a movie ticket. But you could rent it and watch it with a group of people. It was, Hannah, it's fantastic. Laugh out loud, hilarious. Probably the, it was just fantastic. That's my review. Let's move on. Next question. Oh, I, lo- I love it, dude. Ooh, okay. Wait, um, wait, my turn. Oh, wait, oh no, yes. Oh, sorry, buddy. Okay. Uh, okay, so... Oh, uh, what's with all these sirens and helicopters happening? This is the most activity I've ever... I'm going to have to look it up. I'm... <laughs> Are you looking it up right now? No, I don't know. Okay, Hannah Gelb, how do I motivate myself to do work slash uni work slash personal progress in such difficult times? It seems futile when the future is uncertain. I agree. Dude, we are all struggling with this and it is hard. And I think it's really important for a little bit to allow yourself to just wallow. Just, you know, not forever, but like you got to let yourself acknowledge how difficult this is and how unprecedented it is. It's really scary it's really weird and uncertain. I don't even know when I get to see my mom or dad or my little nephew again. You know, it's like, it's really scary and big. So every day I, I look at Ella, I look at her and my period's late. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a grump. And like, as delightful as I may seem, I think we here on Analyze This know the difference between Hannah Hart and Harto. You know, I'm a grump. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a grub. I'm a finicky grub. And <laughs> oh, my God. I love I've, it. 
I find myself just staring at Ella. And I'm like, so this is the face, the only face I may see for For the remainder of my years. (laughs) But like not in an angry way, just in like, oh my God, this is the only other human I can hug is you. And like, it's all, it's like, I know it sounds romantic in theory, but, and you know what? It is really nice not to be alone. It's really, really nice not to be alone. Um, I would probably just be singing (laughs) just to myself. It's just, it's just intense. It's, it's pretty intense. Oh yeah. Wallowing. So here's my thought. Right. I I just gotta say, I I just drew a little picture of you as, um, Groucho in the, uh, trash can. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's me. Yeah. (laughs) Except not, not dirty. (laughs) Oscar the Grouch. Not dirty. Very clean. Comes out of the trash can. Pristine. <laughs> yes, it's a pristine trash can. Give someone a note about how they've washed the dishes and sinks back into the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you got to wallow for a bit. If, you know, you need to do your wallow wheel. And the good thing about wallowing is that it's cyclical. Like, you're going to come back out of it, you know. And, and the, the, I find that for me, sometimes it's like... Okay, I'm going to put this in like a video game term, or not, a video game scenario. Picture this. You jump into a giant hole, but you've jumped into this hole a billion times, and you know there's a bottom, right? And you sometimes can guide yourself to land on specific ledges and gently guide yourself down to the other side. And sometimes you're like, I'm just going to jump in the hole, and I'm just going to see if at the last minute, to save time, I can catch myself right before the end. Before I get to the other side. So sometimes with wallowing, you just have to slowly allow yourself to change and get to the other side of this hole. Right? That was and a some, beautiful metaphor. <laughs> and sometimes you're just going to be like, you know what? Ah! Right? I mean, here's, I think this is what's most, my dear friend, Becca said this to me. This was before even horrible pandemic started. But sometimes you just have to let things be really hard. Like, it's okay that it's really hard. Because, like, I was going through something and I was like, why do I feel this way? Why don't I just be resilient and snappy and really excited? And it's like, no, dude. In shitty situations, you feel shitty. That's okay. Why haven't I just turned into an REI by now? (laughs) Exactly. So if it's like, just be like, wow, I really... If you're like, I'm trying to do this thing, I could literally get five minutes of work done for every 15 minutes because I just can't focus. Like, that's fine. That that's is fine. good for now. And then something that you might want to try, which helps me sometimes, is try to pretend whatever it is that you need to do. You're do- Picture the face of some beloved person in your life or even like a kitty or a fish. <laughs> um, Never a fish. <laughs> and be like, I'm doing this for them. I'm going to do it for this entity because they are my beloved. I'm doing it for them. Sometimes that can motivate me when I obviously cannot do anything for myself. <laughs> I don't think that's beautiful, dude. And then, like, eventually, hopefully, someday doing things for yourself becomes worth it, too. You know? Because you deserve right. it. But that's way harder. That's way That's so. I mean, uh, for me, I don't know if that's in the cards. I, <laughs> I might just use that. <laughs> I might just be doing like, or even if you could be like, I'm going to do this for Sailor Moon because she needs me right now. 
Fucking fuck yeah. I mean, that might sound like the rantings of a crazy person, but hey, whatever it helps you, man. <laughs> you know, and the, the rantings of a crazy person are exactly what we're here to deliver. Do it. <laughs> yes. Do it back. You know, I, um, uh, I had a thought. And then it left my mind. So I guess we'll just have to. Oh, I remember now. Yay. Oh, yay. <clears throat> I feel like I'm having a lot of like, um, well, let me see if I can tie this thought into answering your question. Um, oh, here we go. How are you handling your mental health with all that's going on in the moment? Best mental health tip. So we are rife with mental health tips. What does rife mean exactly? Mm-hmm. I think it means sourdough bread. I think it means sourdough. <laughs> widespread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, of common occurrence. Ooh, something undesirable and harmful. Or in an unchecked or widespread manner. I'd say that's us giving out some mm. mental health advice. Definitely. Right, yes. Right? I love weird words. Me too. I love them. So, I, so to answer your question here, but I personally have been having this real like processing error where, you know, there's part of my brain, part of like the... I don't know if it's like a way of distancing myself from the reality of the moment. I don't, I don't know what it is, but part of me is like, wow, the cultural, societal, philosophical, interpersonal impacts on the individual and the family unit. Oh, my God. Fiona, hello. I see you drinking your water. Oh, yes, Hello. there she is. It's my kitty baby. She's drinking her water. Yes, yeah, she's so good oh. at it. I, I learned my friend told me, oh, and you know she's scratching her little scratchy post. No. That's her little scratchy post. Oh, good job, sweetie baby. So, what was I saying? Oh, right. The social, anyway, the impacts that this is going to have, this pandemic, this widespread pandemic that will come for all of us, okay? I know people are like, oh, it's just in the major cities. Guys, Really? Please pay attention to this. Do the reading. Do the research. Listen to the daily. Listen to the latest or yesterday's episode or Tuesday's episode of the daily if you really want to understand how widespread this is. Um, oh, I heard another noise. Oh, it's the garbage. Okay. Oh, God <laughs> bless the sanitation workers. Holy oh my, shit. Okay. I know we are, we are all over the place, which is fine because we're in a pandemic today. But I do want to say from the bottom of my heart, if you work at a grocery store or a gas station or a pharmacy, or a hospital. Or in the sanitation department, or in the mail. You are, like, you're doing the Lord's work. Uh, You are, you're, uh, the amount of, like, (laughs) pay, we need to pay them so much money, but then also praise them as the heroes of our society that they truly are. Like, you know, now more than ever, especially after, like, those senators those filthy senators were trading stocks when they were briefed on the coronavirus before announcing to their constituents. I, I, I just, now more than ever, am I like, we the people, we the people, we can love and respect each other as long as we don't have some authoritarian monster telling us how to treat each other. We can do right. it, you know? Yeah, and I, um, I think some, another earbud asked this question of like, do you think we should pay rent? During this time, and um, I think, no, like no, <laughs> but I think uh, yeah, we're so used to when things are just chugging along in uh, in our capitalist society, and that that I, we're no so, matter what we're happens, so, yeah, it's like we're so used to putting money above human lives. That is so like it's 
it's now seems radical to not do that. I mean, um, the idea that people should be expected that people could go bankrupt or that there should be no bankruptcies and no evictions during a time where nationally, for the health of our nation, for the health of our society, for the health of people, we are not allowed to leave our homes. This is, everyone's like, yeah, well, think about the people who need money that need to go to work. It's like, exactly. Your, the government are like your parents. We need to stop attacking each other like siblings and point to the actual problem, which is that Canada just released that they just announced that they're going to give $2,000 to every home to help them survive this crisis. And we, America, are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What if people don't even make $2,000 a month? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, right. We're like, but like, do they deserve it? Yes. There's this, ver- I mean, we, it, it is just, I almost believe in God now because I'm like, God sent this to just show us the horrible unraveling of the way our structure is set up i mean it was gonna unravel one way or another i mean of course like i obviously i do not want people to be sick and dying um well but but yeah but this has exposed the like the cruelty just the cruelty and the lack of empathy so much i mean literally if you have to pause and think to yourself is it fair is it fair for people to get money just for staying alive Right now? Yes. Yes, it is fair. (laughs) And I'm so sorry that the mechanism of money and finance and capitalism has placed the survival of a corporation over the survival of the humans who make that corporation possible. Okay? There is no corporation that exists without people. Literally, underpaid wage workers are the reason why these billionaires are rich. And the fact that they think of us as so dispensable. Dude, I mean, I can't. I'm getting all hot under the collar. What was the question? Uh, dude, I know. Oh, I mean, handle your mental disgusting. health. Okay. Yes. You got to talk about it. I just need to talk. You got to talk. A really great thing about handling your mental health is video chatting. For me right now, video chatting, um, I've been more active with family and friends uh, than I have like going live and like live streaming and stuff like that. But like... For me, video chatting has been really, really helpful. And I'm not someone who likes to talk on the phone, but good God, in heavens above, it is so nice to talk to your friends. And so even if you're not a phone talker, even if you're not somebody that likes to do group chats, literally just call people and be the person that calls them out of nowhere. And it'll be surprising and disruptive, um, and, but it'll be a pleasant surprise. It'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I love your face. Hi. Yeah, how yeah. are you? Yes, Text, yes. Texting's not enough. Especially if you, t- you know, you're like kind of getting in those, you're spiraling, you're like in your brain and then you're going into that like sunken place in your brain. And then, you know, you need a little, a little jolt out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then again, I would say it's okay to feel really don't, you know, I would uh, encourage people to fuck. Oh well, yeah. Fuck, fuck each like- other. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Whoa, Hannah Gill. No, not what right a now. Hot, spicy piece of advice. I would encourage um, people to fuck. No, <laughs> I'm going to say, like, don't, like, if you're like me, you're like, why can't I just be really productive and, like, look on the bright side and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. No, no. What bright side? This is a fucking national, this is a global disaster. This is scary and shitty, and it's going to feel scary and shitty. So if you need to feel scared and shitty, 
you can go ahead and do that while calling your loved ones. And I have to say, exercise. Be sure to keep six feet apart from everyone you see in the outside world. Um, But that exercise has been a huge, really big help for me. Also, um, I want to say... Um, my friend and I have been doing little exercise videos together, which is like, you know, it's a fun way to hang out and get your exercise and you can use this app called, I think I wrote, wrote it down. Um, here, yeah, find it here, Hannah, take the time to find it. And Hannah will tell us all about that app (gasps) right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, we just post it later, dude, so we can keep asking questions. Oh, oh, I just found it. Oh, yay. Never mind that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yes, uh, la, la, la. Going back to what I was saying. So, um, Orange Theory has videos posted on YouTube. And you can use this thing called my.circle.tv to, like, have the same video playing for you and your friend at the same time. I feel like the young people will understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Basically, you could be in two places at once watching the same thing simultaneously. Basically, um, it's magic. Thank God our society was, like, so prepped for a pandemic by having social media exist. <laughs> could you imagine so if we were back in, I don't know, 2000 and being like, well, I guess I can just email my friend back and forth. Dude, it would literally be like, it would be like the Middle Ages. <laughs> you know, I think that's the most realistic example. Okay. Um, let's take some questions from our uh, wonderful Patreon. Yes. Okay. Melinda asks, if you were to watch a blooper reel of your life and or friendship, what embarrassing moments and funny events would be on it? <laughs> okay. Well... This made me think of something um, which I still bring up to this day, and it always gives me a lovely chuckle. I don't know if we've ever told this story on the uh, on the podcast. I don't know if there's ever been a day before today. <laughs> but um, okay, so when Hannah and I uh, were just young uh, young maids upon the earth, and we'd moved into San Francisco, our apartment in San Francisco together. God, this was in 2010. Um, we were walking around our lovely neighborhood and, um, (laughs) this guy, I just feel, I'm like, uh, okay, keep going. (laughs) And then when I'm done, please jump in with your own commentary. Um, cause you know, you may remember it differently than me, but (laughs) I hope I'm not building this up too much. No. So for, we're like walking together, we're like, we're probably like arm in arm and we're like, and then from like. 20 feet away, coming down the sidewalk in the opposite direction, we see this guy, and he's wearing this, like, big scarf that looks a lot like Look, a Gryffindor it's, it's scarf. Look, it's a big scarf of yellow. I mean, it's a big <laughs> scarf of gold and red. Yes. And so um, then Hannah, discreetly, as he is still far away, <laughs> says, Gryffindor. And then... 
because I'm five years old, I laughed and then I had to like repeat it. So I also said Gryffindor. But since the timing, the timing was such that I said it right as he passed next to us. <laughs> so that's the time that we bullied someone. <laughs> but it was accidentally and not. And also, I was like, dude, good job having this amazing scarf, bro. Yeah, like, I'm and not it, making look, fun of you. Let's be real. If it wasn't a Gryffindor scarf, what was it? So basically, it was he's yonder, and we're like, Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> So every time Anne and I are walking down the street together and there's a stranger approaching, we say it. They're like out of context though. And there's definitely, they're not all wearing scarves, but it's definitely become something that we, we just say now. You know? <laughs> yes. Man, blooper like especially reel. when, especially when uh, I, I don't know, I'll be like, hey, where's the spoon? And then you're like, dude, it's in, a, it's a, it's in your hand. <laughs> and then I'll be like, so it is um i will say you know there's a lot of like we have a lot of blooper reels one of my favorite hannah gelb moments is when she was trying on swimsuits and she came into the living room and had put on a swimsuit and was talking and had not realized that an entire breast had escaped (laughs) the swimsuit and so as she was talking and making her point she just said one full tit out and that oh my god that was great but i feel like i've told that one before i'm gonna have to think on this because like you know our friendship for me exists like the wind you know it's (laughs) it's ever present and you only really see it when it is is doing something um i'm gonna have to think of more blooper reels for us my babe dude yeah we should come up with a fun blooper i feel like another one would be um (laughs) we were in japan this is like the first we'd only known each other for like two months. But um I remember you were like <laughs> you were feeling, you know, kind of down and a little crazy and a little Ooh, What are the odds? Cabin favorish because we were in this tiny town, you know, and um you know, you're going through personal stuff, but then that kind of turned into this like dada absurd art where you like <laughs> we're wearing like the, that one bra that you owned at that period in your life and like a pair of weird shorts and you started doing a dance with like the octopus oh yeah um, clothing like hangery things you know in japan you can get like a little thing to hang on your shower curtain <laughs> that like has many many clips for your like socks and underwear so i just remember you like where we like put on weird music and then you did this like dance slash entrance into the room, like holding the octopus and like. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it was so oh. Funny. And I believe the bra you're referring to, was it my teal with the, the blue bra that I wore for about a year? Oh, my God. Yes. That's yeah. the one. That's the one. <laughs> I'm drawing a picture of it right now. I'm going to show I... it to you. And you're... Oh, man. Let me, wait, let me see, let me see. Okay, here we go. Well, I got to finish my, my drawing. It had a deeper V than this, I think. But uh, Dude, I can so clearly picture the texture. Yes! <laughs> the texture, the color, the... <laughs> the everything of the only bra I wore for, like, uh, maybe a year. Maybe a year and a half. Maybe 
I just had that bra forever. Um, okay, here is, this is, I think, a really beautiful question. And Hannah, I know you got, oh, good. We got about 10 minutes left, which is great. Because Hannah has a work call. Ooh, what a fancy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ride. So this question comes from Sarah Maria, one of our beautiful patrons who is also an eighth grade teacher. Um, Sarah, I need to give you an extra special shout out because... <laughs> We know how much teachers are paid, and the fact that you are using your precious, precious salary to support this podcast and provide it to 10,000 listeners, um, that's amazing. So, Sarah, I love you. In eighth grade, I feel like that's such a special age. Like, you're not yet a teen. You're not like, what are you, like 14? Truly pivotal. Um, She says, from an eighth grade teacher forced to be away from her students and missing them deeply, could you tell a story about a teacher who had a positive impact on your life? I would love to go first because I have so many. Um, And then also give you time to think, Hannah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, buddy. Um, So I'm going to pull a memory from eighth grade specifically. So there were two teachers uh, that had a really – I mean, I've had – I've had no, I've had so many 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 teachers that have had positive impacts on my life. Um, so many teachers that saw potential in me, that showed me respect, that received the respect I showed them, and and honestly offered me forgiveness and compassion. You know, for not being the best student uh, at getting things done, and just but still showing, but still respecting my intellect, I guess, or just still being kind. Um, uh-huh. I remember that one time a teacher, uh, in eighth grade, we were all to read poems, memorize and read poems out loud and recite them to the class. And I didn't know I was doing this at this time. I had no idea that I used humor as a defense mechanism because I was in eighth grade. I was like, no, I'm just a funny, funny gal. Mm. And... So for the assignment, I decided to make it funny, and I memorized the poem. Instead of reading a poem that had, like, profound impact or getting, you know, I, I, part of me, I think, was always kind of, like, afraid of poetry as I was afraid of emotion and sentiment. Um, so anyway, I, 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 memorized, I memorized the poem, the one that's like, Caterpillar, brown and furry. Caterpillar in a hurry. Wait, what is that? <laughs> I did a very dramatic reading. I forget. Hold on, let me look it up. You know that poem? No. Oh. Okay, but I have to say, it reminded me of the song that Naomi wrote. Oh, caterpillar in my window. Where <laughs> did you go? Here we go. Uh, we will talk about that song when we have Naomi on during our quarantine. <laughs> we'll have Naomi on. We'll have both Naomi on. We should have all our sisters. <gasps> Oh my! Not God. together, one at a time. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. Wanna... No, yeah, totally. Okay. Um, call in. Oh my God. Okay, here's the poem. <clears throat> here's my dramatic reading. The caterpillar, brown and furry caterpillar, in a hurry, take your walk to the shady leaf or stalk. May no toad spy you. May the little birds pass by you. Spin and die to live again, a butterfly. Anyway. So I performed that poem. People laughed. It was funny. Blah, blah, blah. And after that, this eighth grade teacher, who I wasn't the closest with, pulled me aside and said, I'd like you to pick another poem, and you can read it just to me. 
<gasps> and that is when I got, I felt safe enough to really explore poetry. And I found a poem and I read it to her. And it, that began my love of poetry, which carried me through my life to this day. But just the extra, that little extra, like, I see you. It just, it, it allowed me to open myself up to a whole new world. And for me, that world was poetry, honestly. Like, yes. And I have God. nothing but stories about teachers who had profound impact on my lives, but that's just the one that comes to mind. Boop. Oh, that's beautiful, dude. And you're right. I mean, I think teachers are so important because you're, you know, you're growing up in your home. Even at 14, you're already kind of like have all these, uh, um, you know, structures in your mind about who you are, what's allowed, what isn't allowed. And a good teacher. And like, you smell. Really, <laughs> you smell. You're very uh, horny. Yeah. And you're, um, you're kind of dirty or gross. You're pretty nat. You're pretty gross. Yeah. Um, you probably received deodorant from health class a few weeks ago. Um, maybe a starter like tampon set. Um, so I think a, a you know a teacher. It's so wonderful that a teacher can encourage you and and maybe see the talents that in you that you don't even realize you have yet, you know? Or even just see the need for privacy you have that you take that moment to express. Just just mm-hmm. those tiny moments where teachers can... And it's so much to ask. It's so much to ask of them. But just... that th- really... Those are moments that really change people's lives. Mm-hmm. Teachers are saints, in my opinion. I, I think they're like, H-O. they're way more than the sum of their job description. Like it goes so beyond. It's like a strange alchemy magic of human. I don't even know what it is, but when it's good, it's so good. Primo. Um, yeah. Let me see. I guess oh, for me, what's coming to mind? I had some, I mean, I feel like for me, teachers are like therapists. I've had some duds, but but I've had some extraordinary ones. One of them would be probably my sophomore humanities teacher, who is well-known, probably the most well-known teacher ever in my high school, who like has 10,000 friends on Facebook because he's just like an angel sent from heaven. Um, But he was just like really real and honest and funny and like also like you say he kind of was like hey if you need to turn this in late like okay he wasn't he was like you guys are worked really hard you're uh, you have to be here at seven you're up until two doing your like apex homework or whatever like turn in late that's fine like you know um it's absurd to me that we have high school starting so late in the day like imagine if high school i mean so early in the day imagine if high school was like nine to Five, that would be so much better than like oh my seven a.m. to three p.m. Because then you're just like, huh, <sighs> dude. I literally would come home from school and nap for like four hours because I was I had I was so tired. And that pattern has carried with us until this very day. <laughs> oh yes, indeedy. Um, Hannah, I'm dying to know this earbud question, which is from Nadia Rose. If each Hannah was a plant, what kind would she be, and why? Oh, oh wait no she said question. what kind would she be and where would she grow oh 
Well, this is, um, okay, I have two answers. I think I want to say I would be a California poppy because they're very beautiful and also they grow in like out of like the cracks in this highway. Like they're very hardy, you know, but I think I'm actually a snapdragon, which is more silly and also... You love snapdragons! I love snapdragons! Hannah and... loves to take snapdragons to be like, oh, look, it's dead! <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite thing. It never gets old. It never gets old, man. It really doesn't. Um, For those of you yes. that don't know what a snapdragon looks like, you can go ahead and refer to our Twitter, and I will be oh, posting yes. a picture. Oh, yes, and perhaps I'll post a... Maybe I can... Um, post a little video playing with the snapdragon do you but, have oh, one near do a... you have one nearby oh gosh i'm sure i could go on a stroll through the vacant streets? pandemic streets and find one okay <laughs> but uh yeah i think i would love to do be that in in a, a garden look what do you think of my drawing of a snapdragon my friend it's right next oh, to the I kitty and the bra beard. look at this little collection of drawings okay so right now it's a bra a kitty next to the water bowl, sourdough bread, and a snapdragon. <laughs> yes, right. That's right. Uh, I love it. I really um, think a snapdragon's a perfect, like, you know, like, yeah, dude, you're a fucking snapdragon, bro. Yeah, you know, I feel like it's like the Muppet of flowers. It is the which... Muppet of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the Knight of Cups. Yes. The Muppet of flowers. Um, but, buddy, what plant would you be? I'm actually quite curious to know. I um, am so taken aback by the profundity of this question that I, I don't really have an answer. Um, what kind of plant would I be? I don't... Let me think. Okay. Um, maybe a tomato plant because um, they, as I tend to my tomato, left to its own devices, it will just keep trying to generate new life at its own costs. Because right, it grows so quickly, but it can start like it grows choking like, itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it like grows little baby ones out of every little joint, and without tending to it and nurturing it to spread, it just kind of like grows all over itself, you know. And it blocks right. it blocks out its own sun. So so yeah, <laughs> so. The human soul, much like a tomato plant, much like the tomato, you, you need you. There's the, you got to do um, uh, periods of growth and periods of pruning. Boom. Periods of of uh, cutting what you don't need. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that is so beautiful, dude. Um, Their answer are so beautiful. Your answer? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, <laughs> I think I would probably be a tomato plant, a, a snapdragon. You should get a snapdragon tattoo. That's the tattoo you should get. Uh, I would love that earbuds. We love you so so much, and um, we have enjoyed spending time together. So much, and I have a humble, humble request. And I know this is there's so much to be asking in this time of need. Um, and, but whatever, so I'm gonna ask it anyway. Can you guys <laughs> tell people about how much you love this podcast? Will you share it with your family and friends? Will you post saying this is my favorite podcast? Listen to it here with a link to wherever you listen to our podcast because I fucking 
love this podcast, man. And I think more people need to know about it. And so if you guys could help us out, you know, we have about 10,000 listeners. I certainly don't expect all 10,000 of you to go out and do this. But if like (laughs) maybe even five or 10 did, it would mean a lot to me because believe it or not, we are putting our best foot forward with this and it would be great to share it with other people. In the time I said that, I also drew these tomatoes. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. And, um, Hannah Hart, I agree with everything you said, and I just want to say I love you, buddy. I love you, and pal. Thank you, thank you so much for doing this with me because you know I realized this doing this podcast is how I'm taking care of myself in this fucking time. You know, this is work that I care about. It's 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 giving me some purpose and something to focus on and. So it's like a bomb for me as much as it is for everybody out there, you know? Yeah, dude. So thanks. Thanks for listening. And thanks for you, buddy. Thanks to you. Thanks to us. Thanks to all of us. Thank you for everyone who submitted questions. We will be here every Thursday. So like, listen, rate, review, subscribe, um, and share with your with your loved ones, guys. And um, you know what? Hang in there, everybody. You know? Save each other. Save yourselves. Stay at home. Yes. Uh, be kind. Be kind. And good luck, Gelby, with your with your work call. I'm I'm proud of you, man. Thanks for jumping uh, on the podcast with me. Uh, thanks, buddy. Uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.